0: Good evening, good evening, good evening. Well, the sun isn't shining, the birds aren't chirping, but you are still breathing. Tonight is Wednesday, September the 1st, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Tonight's word of the night, illusion. Illusion. Which means an implied or indirect reference. Illusion. Hope everyone enjoyed their Wednesday. Midweek swing. End of the work week is near. And of course, dear to our uh, hearts. <laughs> if I could say that. Um, looks like September the first was was a deadline for most throughout this uh, country and, and more specifically here in North Carolina, the state, for the uh a mandate for vaccination for their city county and even state employees. Now the County of Orange County, which is, is, uh, saying throughout its general population of citizens, they're at 77% of adults being fully vaccinated. And that's the highest in the state. Kudos to them. Now, as it relates to the, like I said, those city and County and state employees, in Orange County, Carborough, to be exact, they're saying that their vaccine mandate for town employees has seen great success. In fact, they have 99% that are vaccinated. Now, there were 12 that were exempt for medical or religious reasons, and they've had zero resignations. And, and the officials are saying, are saying, man, the employees have really stepped up. And it, it also goes, uh, Staying in Orange County, Hillsboro. Now, there is their mandate or the beginning of their mandate goes into effect today. So uh, by some time before the end of the year, they're saying that you have to be vaccinated if you want to continue to be an employee of the town of Hillsboro, which actually well, in, in, they're not saying they're going to fire you. They're just going to make it so you have to get um, tested weekly and and i think that that's pretty good but and and as it relates to those uh in the medical field they're telling them hey get vaccinated or else seek employment elsewhere that's wow that's that's just crazy right there but um now durham is giving its employees uh i believe they said until october and i think wake county is giving theirs uh, their employees until november to be vaccinated now like I said, the employees have to either get vaccinated or or face those um, mandatory weekly testings. So that that's I'm glad. I gotta say, I'm kind of glad, and, and and it may seem strange, but I'm glad to hear that uh, people are actually taking this more seriously and getting vaccinated. And another thing, and I didn't know that it, it was brought to my my attention with the uh, FDA. Approving that that Pfizer vaccine, and now they may be approving a uh, Moderna as well. Employers can make it mandatory that you take a vaccine or else be fired. I mean, hey, there's there's pros and cons to everything. There's a little give and take. But with that that federally approved uh, vaccine for uh, Pfizer, yeah, they can fire you if you're not vaccinated. That's I guess it's a public health issue. Certainly understandable, but like I said, as it before, when as it relates to those employees in the hospital that worked throughout this whole pandemic and now being told, Hey, get vaccinated or else you're out of here, that's a, that's a bit too much. I think that's overstepping your bounds right there. I really do. Well, uh, let me uh move on here also. Wow, uh, I watched the evening news tonight and I, <laughs> I'm not laughing, but man, it, it, it's it's just uh. Like I said, Afghanistan has gotten pretty, it's just incomplete and utter chaos. But one of the things that came out tonight was uh, the Taliban held a parade showcasing and flaunting the U.S.'s military vehicles and arsenal, mostly the vehicles, the tanks, the Hummers, you know, the armored uh, trucks and uh, whatever, what have you. They held a parade. Braggadocious, aren't they? And then there was uh, footage of them walking into that, uh, I believe it was an airport. I'm not sure if it was in Cabal or, or whatever, where they had some military uh, helos and and the jets. They were just walking in with their guns, getting inside. Hell, one of them even had, took a picture in the cockpit, taking selfies. I guess that was for the Graham. <laughs> wow. And the U.S. Uh, military response was that those uh, aircrafts are un inoperable or whatever. I guess they're saying they took the the hardware out, the software out that you can't start them up or anything. But uh, uh, this is just me. I I understand. I'm going out on a limb here. Uh, You can take all the software you want out. But what's to say they can't find software anywhere or somewhere else? Don't necessarily need yours. I mean, if it's been sold, hell, everything's sold on the black market. Maybe they don't even have to go to the black market. They can start those things up and use them. Many are saying they may uh, attack Israel. Wow. Just wow. Then there was also one, uh, I, I believe there was another photo that surfaced of, uh, like I said, them sitting in that that helo or that, that aircraft uh, taking selfies. And of course, you had the military parade and What's also being said is that the U.S. left did leave some U.S. citizens and some Afghan interpreters or allies behind. And I just don't I don't know. And and President Biden, like I said, I'm not a big fan. But in his uh, speech the other day, yesterday, he said that they, they began notifying people months in advance that advance that they were pulling out. Get your paperwork in order. Let's go. And many chose to stay, rightfully so. It's their right. But I guess they realized at some point in time that the Taliban was moving fast to take back control of that country. So then they wanted to leave. But by then, it may have been too late because if you've been watching the news, the Taliban locked everything down. They just did. They locked it down. And now a lot of citizens of the United States and Afghan allies are left behind stranded man pray pray for him Lord knows pray for him that's all uh, that's all I can say just pray for him all right let's go get it What in the world is going on in the city of Raleigh the capital city of North Carolina my hometown it appears there is. Or quite possibly could be a recall no well, i wouldn't say not a recall, but uh yeah, a recall for uh the mayor there's a local group of citizens uh that uh, are calling for her to be re- calling for her to be recalled Livable Raleigh now she made history as the um <clears throat> excuse me as the city's second female mayor. But now she's making history, like I said, because she quite possibly could be recalled if this group, Livable Raleigh, gets its uh, required or needed signatures on a petition to have her recalled. Now, they're up in arms and they're upset for three reasons. These are the reasons they want her out of there. They're saying uh, during a closed session of the city council of a city council meeting with uh, no public input, no public hearing, no public notice of such meetings. Now, and, and no public vote. Now, that the thing with the, the the no public notice of the meeting, a lot of times you you hear a lot of city councils. They do have closed sessions, and, and it's not uncommon. And they call that their work sessions. So that's not uncommon. But I guess there wasn't. Uh, the work that you would normally hear about wasn't really going on. It was more what they're saying was some underhanded dastardly deeds being conducted by the uh, mayor. They said during this particular meeting, the council decided and voted to move the election cycle from uh, October 22nd of this year to November of 2021, 22. I'm sorry. And, and and as a result of them moving that uh, election to next year, it added eight more months to her term. And a lot of the city council members also, I believe. Now, number two on this list also is uh, what they're saying is a change was made to how city elections would be determined. Now, that's what, this one I, I found kind of odd, but apparently uh, now Raleigh isn't the only city or, or place that practices this type of election, because it, it is held in, in many, uh, I believe, three to four more, more states here in the United States. And I think it's two of them are in the South. I think Georgia has a uh, has this uh, type of election also. It, it moved away from the majority standard of determining an election to uh, what is called a plurality method. Now, with the majority um, method, it was, you know, you you had to have a majority of the votes, and you were declared the the winner. Now, which mean, well, now under this plurality method, a candidate can win without the majority of votes, but as long as he or she had a majority of the votes, they still could win. But what it's saying is saying that the majority is like a fifty fifty? That was the old way, fifty fifty. Or 50-49, forty nine. I'll just say fifty forty nine, and you, and you win. Now, with the plurality method, it goes into and the thing is, it's similar in the counts or or, or what have you. But you know, you could have one person that had forty nine percent and one person that had a forty eight percent, and and of course, the forty nine percent would win. But under the majority style. With that half of the vote, you you would have to have a runoff. With this plurality of votes, whoever has the highest number of votes, that 49%, they win, and there's no runoff. So they're saying that's taken away from the public input also. That's wow. That's wow. Now, the third reason they're saying is uh, the city council, are saying the city council has repeatedly lied about their position on certain issues and justifications for their actions. That's politics. <laughs> isn't that, pol- isn't that what politicians do? You get them in office and they do what they do the complete opposite of what you put them in there for That's politics. Now, the other issues they're saying is uh, she defunded Raleigh's citizen advisory council. That was the council that was over uh, the group of citizens that were, looking into or overseeing what police were doing. She defunded it. That's odd, uh, I would think. I, I I still couldn't find out or, or, or she couldn't give it really. She gave an answer, but it, it equated to this political babbling um, because she's a Democrat. And and, and I know they want to defund the police, but I, I think they would keep the Citizens Advisory Council. To, maybe she thought once the defunding of the police started, there was no need for the citizen advisory council. That that's a negative in my opinion. <laughs> it just is. And they're saying she's has ignored concerns about uh the environment as it relates to rezoning. Also they're saying property taxes went up. And another thing, and this this may be they may have a valid point here. They're saying developers are getting up to 5 million a year due to tax Increment grants. By the way, they're also saying, or they found that her campaign was financed by developers. So they're saying she's paying them back. Now, if you don't know anything about Raleigh right now, Raleigh is 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 what's what's happening is there. Uh, there's a lot going on with with uh, development downtown and, and surrounding areas, even out you know out out in town. Uh, there's a, a big uh, urban renewal going on, a lot of development. And if you've been downtown Raleigh, you can see it. Or anywhere in Raleigh, you can see it. There's building everywhere. So they're saying, hey, she just, uh, she's paying these developers back. Well, If she took money to run her campaign, I mean, hey, a favor for a favor, wouldn't you say? That's how politics works. Just is. It just is. But also they've they've come up, up against a roadblock. And the roadblock is that you know, w- what I said earlier by they needed uh, signatures for a petition under the under Raleigh's or Wake County's law. If you want to recall uh, uh, an elected official, you have to have a certain amount of signatures on a petition that has to be witnessed by the uh, circulator and it has to be notarized. Well, they ran into the problem is, you know, with COVID. And not being able to go door to door or be able to go to the events like they wanted to, they haven't gotten all the signatures. And, and that's they're saying that's because uh, there was a recall rule that was written or rules written back in 1950s that haven't been updated. You can't do the online petition where you get signatures in Wake County, apparently, dating back to the 1950s. So what they're saying is, and they have been. I've I've heard of a few events they've been having at community centers or whatever, where they're asking people to come out and listen to them and sign the petition. And they're saying they're hoping by uh, sometime in October they will have the required signatures to have her recalled. Wow. Now let's get back to uh, one one of the the issues that they they that they spoke of, or one of the problems they have with the mayor is. Um, what they're saying, or or her reasoning, or the city and the city council's reasoning for changing the election cycle. What they're saying is, due to COVID, the census data was late arriving, so they need that additional eight months or whatever or what have you to re- redraw the uh, the map, the the precinct maps. Okay, that's understandable, but I would think if you needed that extra time, I don't think anyone in Wake County would have had a problem with you guys coming out and saying, Hey, due to COVID, the census data has, has been coming in late. We need to uh, hold this meeting or have a vote and and extend the election cycle, maybe go a, a year or so or eight months or so. No one would have had a, I don't think anyone would have had a problem with that, but for you to do that in that closed door sex session, with no public input whatsoever, just you and the city council. Yeah, you kind of you, you, you slapped the citizens of Raleigh in their face. That old political saying, with politicians, they say, or it's not directly said where I, oh, well, I'm here. I'm going to make the decisions for you. That's what you put me in here for. Uh, no, you can't. Yeah, that was a bit too much. Now, what they're saying is, and this is happening also in a lot of places, that that census, because due to COVID, they, they couldn't get the data in in time. And, you know, hey, when everything shut down, you couldn't go knocking on someone's door. I mean, they weren't going to let you in. Hell, they probably wouldn't even want to talk to you through the screen door or storm door. So, yeah, that did kind of throw everything off. But man, to do that, (laughs) that that is a strong political move. If I've ever heard one, you you, you usually hear Republicans doing that. You don't usually hear Democrats doing that. I'm just sorry. You just don't. You just don't. It's usually Republicans. And then everybody's up in arm and they're ranting and raving and raising holy hell about all are crooked. They're so deceitful. Well, what do you know? a, A Democrat. And I believe that majority of that city council is Democrat also. So, man, talk about sneaky. The reach around. You guys held a closed door session. And gave yourself some more time on the books. (laughs) Maybe, just maybe it is to help out her development plans. Like I said, Raleigh's booming. They're building everywhere. You know, I did podcasts uh, 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 several months ago about the uh, real estate boom that's happening downtown Raleigh with the parking lots and how they're converting these these parking lots are selling for millions and they're putting up these high-rise condos, apartments, office buildings. Maybe that's part of that development uh, payoff they're talking about. Hey, maybe some of the developers say, we need some more time. How convenient. Uh, If I could say this, COVID was convenient for someone. A group of people, or maybe a group of politicians or a political party. It just was. It played out pretty well, if you think about it. I mean, if you're gonna give yourself eight more months and you're gonna to continue to give these developers those uh tax incentives. Eh, eh, hook up, hook up one on one. That's just what it was. It was a hookup. And they got hooked up quite well quite well, I must say. Anyway, the the citizens group, Livable Raleigh, they say they're not buying it. They can understand the the census and the COVID, but they're saying, no, with you holding that closed door session, not having any public input, no public hearing, no public notice. And no public vote. They're saying you were doing something, you, you did something very, very, very. Deceitful. And also the governor uh, chimed in and, and and he said, yeah, when, with you taking the public out of the process, it defeats the whole democratic process. And it does. It just does. He's a Democrat, by the way. You know, I mean, I think in this instance, whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you got to say to yourself, hold up, wait a minute, stop there. This this is totally against what democracy is supposed to be. To do that. Like that. nah. That, that, that was a bit too much. That's a, that's a bit too much. It just is. So uh, I would say uh, we'll see what happens. We will see what, what happens. And and then also the second the second problem they had is with that switch from that majority standard of determining elections and, and the outcome. You have to have half of the votes votes to go into that plurality method, which Kind of, sort of, it, it stays in that lane, but it 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 gives it to the um, the the one that has the majority of the the votes, and the the teetering of the line is, if I can say that, is for you to go to this method where you're saying, yeah, you, you don't have to have the majority of the votes, or you do have to have the majority of the votes, but at the end of the day, whoever has the most votes. And if it's close, because in the majority of the old majority standards of election, if it's close, there has to be a runoff. And to take that option off the table and says whoever has the most votes, they win flat out. Yeah, that's another way. You, you're, you're, I just think it's you're, you're tapping into that de- democracy thin line. You're sliding over a little bit to that um that socialist form because. And, and, and I don't want anybody to think I'm one of these fanatics that's, that talk about democracy versus socialism. But for you not to have that public input and for you to flat out say it and, and no one in Wake County, other than those that voted on it, of course, that sat on that city council and her herself, had even, even had even heard of or thought of having a plurality style of election. They just hadn't that's that tinkering of the line that, that, that I'm speaking about for you to do all of this and turn things completely and utterly around and not have any public input, not even put, I mean, just walk around. Well, maybe she, maybe they did. Maybe they went to some of the the residents of Raleigh and they, you know, they said, yeah, I'm fine with the plurality method. But I wonder if they really uh, understood the, the totality of it, because that takes away the runoff process. And that is hampering into that democracy, I got to say, because when you have an election that that, that is that close, 48 and 49 percent, you're right there. Of course, you know, the other one percent are undecided or, or unaffiliated or whatever. But, but, but for you to have that close of an election and you're steady hollering democracy, democracy, do people have a voice, do people have input, and then you turn around and do that. It does look kind of shaky. Not well, not kind of shaky. It is shaky. That is quite shaky. Suspect. I believe that's what they say. That looks suspect. It does look suspect. How could you just take that? Away? I mean, how could you change like that in the blink of an eye and say this is the new norm? This is this is how uh, we're we're moving forward. And, and, and another thing, if I could say this, I always say to people, and, and they always look at me like I'm uh, uh, slow. <laughs> You gotta be careful who you who you vote for, who you put in office. Go to some of these meetings or or these uh rallies or these city, what do they call those little community meetings or or whatever? Yeah, community meetings where these wannabe elected officials come out and they tout their plan and tell you what they are and give you the old hoorah and you uh stand, scream, and cheer and hold up your signs. Go in there and ask them some questions like this, because with this way, uh, uh, this style of how the city council went into that closed session and, and totally flipped the election process or determining of the election process around. That was shaky. That was suspect. What is the ulterior motive? Maybe it is those developers. It is. and and what they also chimed in and on is is how they're rezoning uh, the environment rezoning because a lot of the areas that they're rezoning for um, for commercial was once um, what do you call it? It was just land that was a. Uh, uh, People would go, I guess they would go and, and and do whatever. It was just land sitting there, unoccupied land. You know, a lot of people, hey, they went out, uh, they walked around. I mean, some people houses were, were sitting, you know, on, on, on parcels of land that they could look out and see trees and, and, and whatever, what have you. Now they got all this development around them, took away from their scenery. May have raised their property value and raised their property taxes also, because that came up. A lot of people said their property taxes went up. May have been good, may be good for development, but a lot of people are saying, "With those, you're you're ruining the environment." Because as we know, when you do those developments, hey, there's a lot of things that goes awry. You know, those streams, those lakes, and those creeks, they get polluted. I think what they want is just for, for the, the, the Raleigh City Council, if you're going to do this development and or whatever, what have you, as it relates to the environment, they want you to be careful and they want to be included in the process to know what these developers are doing and what they're putting out and about. I don't think there's any problem with that. I think anyone would would, would welcome that. Maybe the developers don't want that type of oversight from citizens. And also with her uh, defunding that uh, Citizens Advisory Council. Wow. That was eye-opening to me. You took away a a Citizens Advisory Council that oversees uh, police and their conduct or misconduct. You took it away. Why? Uh, She gave an answer, but it, it sounded like politics to me can't remember what it was, but I know when I heard it, I said, what in the world? And, and I, I looked and I thought, I said, well, damn, she's a Democrat. Why is she defunding them? Time will tell. Eventually, time will tell what is really going on in Raleigh, because they have a be- bevy of problems with their mayor and city council and their uh, practices. I think they have some legitimate gripes. They just do. Like I said, that turning that election, that way of determining the election, the the, the flipping it to the wards—you can't have any runoff. Whoever has the most votes is the winner. That's too much. And 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 the 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 uh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here, but um, the the closed session of the city council meeting also that was too much. And, and the, the, the list just goes on and on with their issues with this uh, mayor and city council. I think they, if quite possibly. And what's strange also is, is none of these uh, city council members or her herself that came out and answered these allegations from these citizens, they are citizens. They aren't people just traveling around from town to town stirring up trouble. These are citizens. These are taxpayers. They want some answers, but nobody's came around and said, well, we'll sit down and talk for a minute or whatever, or what have you. That hasn't happened. Hmm. I wonder why, like I said, you you usually hear about this from Republicans. You don't hear about this from Democrats. Hmm. That just, Hmm. Okay. We'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Well, That's all for me tonight, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this evening. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always, this is Stephen Cornegay for This is just a thought. Amen.